Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. This episode is going to be dedicated to talking about getting or going to graduate school. So it could be getting your master's or deciding to get your doctorate. And I just finished completing my doctoral program. I got it in educational leadership. I got an EDD and I've got, I had my master's before that already. So I wanted to just share my experience um, because it was kind of a blur. And I think, I think it's important to kind of reflect and stop and, and think about how, you know, something, how, if, when you accomplish something significant and um, kind of process it, and then maybe share the experience and see if it inspires somebody else to do the same. Or if you were kind of wondering, I can give you kind of the, uh, you know, the pros and cons of the experience. So just a little background on me. Um, I'm a school psychologist. So that means I work in a school and uh, I have a master's in educational psychology. And I've been working in this field since 2000. Yeah, 2000, basically. So 20 years. And I always had a goal to get my doctorate. It just was a matter of like when and how. And it wasn't for, I mean, it just was like a personal goal. It's something I wanted to do just to be able to have different opportunities in the future. And I always, you know, I liked being a student. So I always just wanted to continue my, you know, learning as an adult. So context matters. So I want to share the context my context in terms of when I was deciding to go to graduate school. So the first time when I got my master's, I did not have kids. I wasn't married and I was just doing internships and, you know, jobs here and there. So I had way less responsibilities. And so that was like a no brainer. And I kind of had to go and get a uh, master's in order to pursue a job or get a career in psychology. So, so that was different. This time I was 40, you know, already. And I have two kids, married, had a full-time, you know, job that's a bit, it could be taxing here and there, you know, just kind of fluctuates, but I definitely had a lot more responsibilities. And so it was going to be a bigger commitment to go and pursue a doctoral degree. The other thing was I was trying to figure out the time and how to be able to fit this in. And it was obviously going to impact my family. So it had to be something that everybody was going to be on board to do. So here are some things I think you want to consider if you are going to pursue a master's or a doctoral degree, anything that's kind of a more than one year program in graduate school, along with your other, you know, the other hats you wear, the other plates you have spinning. The first thing I would do is research the program that you're considering. I feel like programs need to fit your learning style. They need to fit kind of your worldview. So my particular program was going to be in person with a cohort. And that was similar to what I experienced with my master's. And I liked being in a cohort because then you kind of get to know people and you can help each other out. So uh, that was something I wanted. And I wanted in person. Some people 
they do well online. Well, now everybody has to be online for because uh, of the pandemic. But I knew for me, being online was going to be a challenge because I at home and it's hard when things kind of blur together. So I really wanted to be in person where I'm going somewhere physically and I'm just like dedicating that time uh, to my learning. So you want to think about your kind of your learning style. You also want to think about, you know, for me, it was important that it would be a program that would um, be, you know, talking about inclusion and diversity because I primarily work with special education. And it's just important to me as a woman of color to um, be in a program that was going to match you know, what my values were and kind of, uh, you know, be in line with how I would like to serve students and what kind of um, information I want to have access to and uh, the content. So in addition to researching the program and kind of the flavor of the program, I think it's important to talk to people who have been through the program to get real life kind of experiences. And they can tell you what was kind of hard, what they liked, what they didn't like, and what you could look out for. So I called a couple people and just asked him, you know, how the program went, what did they think, and, you know, how did they survive (laughs) the program. And I think it's important for me, I asked men and women, because, you know, there's different gender kind of expectations. And so getting input from a, a male, like a student who, you know, was a male, is different than getting from a female, and also what's going on in their life. So, you know, so I just, I kind of made sure I got multiple perspectives so that it was kind of, uh, could give me kind of a a taste of the different, you know, possibilities of what I could experience in the program. And I just in general, just kind of wanted to know, like, you know, in terms of how student friendly the program was, as well. So I mentioned this before, you want to make sure that not just you being committed to doing a program that may take two to three years. So my program took three years. And, uh, you know, the orientation for my program, they did a lot of like, kind of like activities where your family could come. They were really trying to hit home that this is going to take you away from other things that you do in your life. And it did. And it was so I'm glad they did that. They did a lot of like, hey, make sure your family understands you may not be able to go to certain events or do things because you need to keep up with your homework and your dissertation projects. So I think it's important to make sure that's really clear and everybody understands what um, you're kind of signing up for because you don't want, it's three years, things can happen. So you don't want to be in a situation where then your family is like, wait, wait a minute. So I, you know, made sure everybody's okay with, hey, I'm going to be gone once a week, all night. I'm going to need time to do homework, you know, on the weekends. And so we made it work, but I did, you know, just kind of emphasize that because they said there were people that were like, okay, I didn't see this family member, you know, who's going through this program for a while. So they actually had like testimonials from people in the program, like a spouse of somebody. So you could kind of get their experience with the program. And you want to make sure that they're okay with that. And they just don't say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, there's a problem. (laughs) So because I feel like your family is going like with you or your significant other is part of your experience your journey, as they would say, like the bachelorette and the bachelor, right? And they always go like, oh, this journey. You're like, okay. The other point I would make is be ready for ups and downs. There were times where I felt like I got this. This is good. I'm good. No problem. And other times where I was like, okay, I totally don't got this. And why did I sign up for this? What am I doing? Oh, and I'm paying for this. 
So I think being ready to kind of uh, go with the flow. And I had one professor where she just said one assignment at a time. So just try to get through the next, you know, one assignment and get to the next thing. So just trying to keep, you know, these little benchmarks for yourself. It reminds me of like when you go to Disneyland and then you know you're going to get to like that part of the, like when you're waiting in line and then you're going to make that turn and you're getting, you're like, okay, I'm so much closer to getting on my ride. (laughs) So making sure that you are just, you know, pacing yourself and it's okay to feel a bit overwhelmed and that you'll get through it and using your, your support system of your family, your friends, um, when you're feeling a bit frustrated. And then the other thing I would say is prioritize your health. Whenever I had a chance or a break from classes, I just really upped my physical activity and just trying to make sure that didn't, you know, kind of just go away because that's going to be your foundation to deal with the stress and to keep your stamina for three years. Again, a, a, pro, a graduate program is not going to be just a one-year thing. Typically, it's going to take you a couple years at least if you're doing like a you know a master's and then a doctoral program. It's a minimum of three years. It can take longer depending on you know your pace and what you can do. And so, just kind of make sure you have a game plan to prioritize your health, and you're making that super important because that's what's going to be the little fuel in your tank to get you through, especially those difficult times where you have a lot of stuff going on at work, home, and it just gives you some time to clear your head. So that's what I would do, just trying to kick it up a notch if I needed to uh, during the times I didn't have as many assignments going on. And I feel like that made such a big difference in my stamina and my ability to cope with all of the responsibilities and the efforts I needed to put in. I think it's important to make time for something completely different So for me, I still kept doing my blog. I still did the podcast. I would actually record some of the episodes in my car before class. It was just like something to kind of um, change what I was thinking about, Um, you know, just kind of using my brain in a different way. And it was light, no expectation, something I could control on my own. So I would advise finding something that brings you that little joy that is just for you that doesn't take up too much time from your family. So I feel like that is really important so that again, it's not like you're going to get burnt out and stressed out because you're making time for something that is just for you and that you're in control of and in control of. Lastly, I think enjoy being a student. So for me, I was kind of like, wow, okay, I'm done. I can't, I mean, I guess I could go to school again for something else, but what's up? What am I doing? Right. (laughs) But I knew this was like the last stop. This is it. And I remember we had a professor said, you're going to miss having these conversations with colleagues who are really, you know, committed and passionate um, about the same topic. And you know what? I I don't say I miss it. I wouldn't say that, but it, it was nice to have those moments where you're just really talking about things that you care about. And you're all just trying to be students. And, you know, having time dedicated just for growth is not something you're always going to have available to you. And I also would kind of think about, you know, not everybody has a chance to get a a doctoral degree. Not everybody can do it financially. They have different responsibilities. They don't have the support system. Um, So I really limited my complaining because I knew, first of all, I signed up for it. And it was a gift. It was a gift to have the opportunity to really just sit and learn and, and talk to others 
and to just um, to to grow, you know, and have that that time. So I feel like that is really important to just always remember, like, hey, whenever you know, there were sometimes sometimes students would be like, why are we doing this? And someone's like, we signed up for this. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, remember that you signed up for it, and it's a gift, and it's not everybody has that opportunity to, um, you know, just dedicate time to their learning and professional growth. So enjoy it because it'll be gone. It'll be done before you know it. And for me, it, did, it just went by pretty quickly. It felt like it was going to be a long time and it wasn't. And just staying focused on, you know, that this is a time for growth and learning. And then it's okay when you feel a bit frustrated because that just means you're stretching. All right, to wrap up. So if you're considering going to sign up for a doctoral program, First thing, research the program to find that right fit in terms of the modality and what their focus is and just the flavor of the program. And then I would say get real life experiences from other people so that you, and and think about gender. I think that was important for me to have somebody who would be able to give me a perspective from a female, you know, perspective, because the expectations for us are a little different sometimes. I think make sure your family is ready and they're on board to do this with you. Be ready for ups and downs. Prioritize your health. It's so important. And then just make time for stuff that's completely different. And then finally, just enjoy being a student and you'll be, you'll just enjoy the ride so much more if you think about it that way as a gift and an opportunity. And so you're going to be able to find these little tips and tricks on um, the show notes for this episode. And I hope if you're thinking about getting your doctorate, reach out to me. I'm super excited um, if you are, because I think it was definitely worth it. And if I had the chance to do it again, I would. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me at Live by Viv. As far as my music, it's The Croft by Yokim Karud. And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to.